Ken Pittman Show, 1420 WBSM, New Bedford. If the average school student, I don't know the figure. I, I, I'm just reciting what I was told today. I offered uh, earlier this morning uh, a figure of $14,000, which I knew was conservative today. I'm sure it's inclined since I last heard that figure. But the average school student, let's say it's, let's say it's $14,000. It's not, it's more. Just for the average student that goes to school, they can speak English. We, we were told that... Uh, Somewhere in the area of 40% of the New Bedford schools uh, population, the student population, are um, not English as a first language students. In other words, special needs, which is quite an increasing cost. So if the average student is, um, I don't know, let's just throw this out there. I was conservative last time. Let's say the average student cost is 22000 which I heard. Um... And now 298 of those students are either homeschooled or in charter schools. That is north of $6.5 million that is no longer necessary for, to, to educate these kids. So you're going to see a smaller budget sent down from Boston. Um, that's, there's no getting around it. Um, and I think a couple of things. I think the homeschooling, I think, after thinking about it for a few minutes, uh, Brian, I... I Imagine some of it has to do with parents can homeschool their kids because they're home working from home more often. I think that's part of it, yeah. And I Definitely. also think the, the... And they travel. And things like uh, Chris Cotter on your show was talking about, um, you know, schools can take kids away to hospitals and it's none of the parents' business. They're not going to be told about it. That, yes. Um, yeah. You're, you're, not, you're not... Even though you're not reading, writing... Uh, arithmetic proficient, you're now going to spend more time on pronouns and trans issues and things yeah. like that. So parents is like, you know, the hell with this. This is madness. I'm out of here. My kids are not going to be taught here. I always say you can vote with your feet. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what people are doing. Yeah, you know, more it, so. Yeah. I, I agree with it, you. You know, 298 isn't a lot when you think of 14,000 students. But it is a lot when you translate it into dollars like you've done. 
Well, let's say it's 10 times that in three years, right? Oh, uh, I think it's going to go up. Right? Now you're talking yeah. 60 million. I mean, that's, that's foreseeable. But, you know, here's, here's part of the problem. You won't hear folks say, okay, we need to close down this school and make another school larger. You never hear folks say, why don't we do something about this transportation budget, which is one of the largest parts of a, of a school department's budget, yeah. transportation. You never hear folks say, you know what? We've got all this food money coming in. Why don't we, instead of having always hot breakfast and, and hot lunch, why don't we say, hey, bring your own lunch, bring your own breakfast to because- school? Because there are homes. There might be some. And, and I'm saying this as, a, as a, finan- yeah. a financial conservative, right? Yeah. I'm a social conservative as well. But uh, there are homes that don't feed their kids properly. There, that might be. But right? it, is that the taxpayer's problem in, in Williamstown? Um, I just think it's it's accepted as a cost. And I, I wouldn't want to reverse it. I wouldn't want to be it that guy. It just became a cost uh, totally for everybody in the state. This, this past school year, I've I don't know I've I've been getting school well, I've paid for school lunches though. That's right, right. But not I mean I think it was costing fifty cents when I was in school. <laughs> it was the, you know twenty five when I was in fifth grade. Yeah, went up to thirty cents until yeah. my junior year in high school. Get an, a, get a, yeah. a, a, um, a half a pint, right? For of uh, milk for a nickel. Yeah, uh, one of those uh, yeah. little con- cartons. Yeah, but everything goes up in price. Yes. And I do realize that there are certain kids that cannot afford it. So is somebody else somewhere else supposed to pay for that particular kid? I think the taxpayers have accepted that. I don't think they have. Really? No. Uh, I, I think there's bigger fish to fry right now. I think that's part of the whole thing. A swamp becomes a swamp because of what? Yeah, I, I get it. I, I, don't, I'm not, I understand your point, but I'm saying I, I think I wouldn't start there is what I'm saying. I mean, if you're going to retract and reverse, you got to get people to start thinking and, and fending for themselves before you take them off of things that they right at the time need because they've been, they've been we have people in the same housing units for three, four generations now. That was supposed to be I, yeah. and I'm not talking from any high horse. My mom's family came from a housing unit in South Boston uh, but they were one generation out. Mm-hmm. You know, they're all, you know, it was uh, after World War II. I, if you don't start then where are you going to end up? And I think that's, I think that is the mindset of many school officials not necessarily elected officials, but those that are entrenched in the school departments. You, do you hear about those folks getting cut? I know. Well, so if we do the math, you know, the average class. All right. Let's. What, what was it? Twenty-two thousand. Is that what I was told? Yes. Right. Uh, Twenty-two or twenty-three. One of the. Okay. Twenty-two thousand. Okay. Times. Let's say twenty-five students in a class. That's five hundred and fifty thousand dollars. To, to run that class. That's an elementary year. school class. To, to run that. Oh, high school. It's, just, it's all the same cost. Well, but they move from class to class in right. high school. But 25 in a class cost, you, you're talking about 550000 a year. The, the teacher's going to get uh, 60000 of that, maybe? Mm-hmm. So you're still at $490,000. Where the hell is all that money going? So I, I, one, I once again, I'm, I'm going to go back to where I was with this because in order for that kid to get a hot breakfast mm-hmm. there has to be people that are making the meals somewhere and it, it yeah it, it's its own little swamp of structure it is and, and you know these kitchen staffs go out and engage the supermarkets engage the community and they, they mm-hmm. you know they're, they're keeping the economy flowing it's you can always do a bag lunch if you want to you know trim it down mm. same thing with breakfast 
yeah, these uh, things these things have been added at for every student now. There there's no longer a cost. Well, how long can it be before you belong to a certain economic demographic where they're going to single you out and charge you for a bus? Whereas if you're under the poverty line, you go for free because it's what they do at the school lunches, right? How long can not anymore? Before? What? Now you get school lunch and school breakfast for free. Doesn't matter what your income level is. Oh. That started this year. Oh, I didn't know that. And anybody can take a bus if they live within a, a certain parameter. Ironically, because of the diet that Michelle Obama imposed on the students, they don't even like to do anything but bring their own lunch. <laughs> they there you go. I, I'm talking as a father of six who, mm -hmm. who complain all the time, so I know what I'm talking about. Hi, Carly, you're on the air. Hey, good morning, fellow Brocktonian. Good morning, fellow hey, Brocktonian. Good morning. Sounds like he's got a proctor. I like him already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just uh, curious to get your take on uh, all the goings-on about the high school, as far as the National Guard talk and so forth. Yeah, I would, I would really look for the next Joe Clark than the National Guard. Um, but we've, we've removed, even law enforcement is just criminal observation now. It's not really enforcement. You're not allowed to uh, enforce anything anymore um, as a security guard, as a police officer. So the teachers, for years I've been hearing, um, for example, some you know kid who's in there doing nothing but disrupting the class every day. She has him go to the principal's office because his behavior is so disrespectful to her, so disruptive. He comes back with the principal who tells the teacher he's got to stay in this class because they don't want that statistic. And, and so the kid sits there with a smirk and continues that be bad, bad behavior. That's cancerous. Yep. It's cancerous. Yeah. So many, what does a Joe Clark do about it? Get him out. Yeah. yeah. But he can't. Why? Because they don't allow that anymore. No, you change it. You allow it. Well, well I think that comes from Desi more than it comes from... From the it's impossible to get a change in Massachusetts. You yeah, have well, to, I, but that's what you're talking about. Go ahead, caller. Yeah, I was just curious. How many? Now, I'm a product of the of the '70s. Uh, I graduated in 1980, and my class size was about 1,400, yep. I believe, when I graduated. And I'm just curious, at that time. I think there was, um, you probably close to maybe. I don't know, 5,500 kids on campus then? I was just wondering, how many, how many kids are actually at that high school on a daily basis? I think it's down to four grand now. Yeah. It's, right. it's less. Yeah. And, 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 you and know, so my brother, my brother Paul still lives there. He, his, kids, oh, no kidding. his kids go yeah, to no, Whit I'm, Whitman Hansen. They, they, right. He doesn't want them in that zoo. Because well, I, I think what I, what I found out, you know, being, a, being an athlete back in those days, I mean, you know, you know how great our, our sports teams were and so forth. And now it seems that a lot of parents are sending their kids to uh, pulling them out of the public schools. And if they can, they're putting them in the private schools. You know, you'll see that a lot of the kids in Brockton, you know, they might be going to Lake Severian. Oh, if you're a stud like athlete, you want to be in the Catholic League, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But but in our day, to be in the suburban league and play for our school was, you know, quite a, an, an accomplishment back then. You know, that was I a mean, good, good conference. Changed, Waltham you know? and, and teams like that. Yeah, New yeah. Newton, Weymouth North, Weymouth, Quincy, all that stuff. So, yep. um, but I mean, we had we had campus police, didn't we? On back then, I mean, there, there was always a police presence, as I as I recall. I can still I, remember Ralphie Honeywell. You had to, like that, yes. that, that dude could do a good forty yard dash, so you needed a good head start if you were going <laughs> to head over to Friendlies, right? Well, we also had, we also had teachers up there as well too that didn't take any crap from anybody either, as, as you you might remember. I can yeah. think of a few offhand right now. I mean, and you didn't you didn't dare. You know, we were all capable of being smart asses back then. And, you know, you know the teachers that you just did not want to screw around with. 
But um, it, it's true. You know, you know, Ripper Reagan and all these guys. You know, they were still hitting the gym, and they grab you by the scruff of the neck and bring you down to the the, the assistant housemaster if you acted up. Now, yeah, no. you're going to get arrested if you do anything like that. Right. I know. It's just uh, I don't. I don't know. But what, what do they have for security up there right now? I mean, I, I hear stories that uh, people say that you know people come on campus that they come they come and go all the time. But you know that there's only two two entrances to that to that campus. There's only you know, the Forest Ave entrance and the one on, on Belmont Street. So I don't understand what they're saying that people are coming in on the daily basis. They make it seem like it's a revolving door. I, ne I never understood that. Well, I mean, they can walk through the doors and then create the chaos. I mean, if they look like they belong. But there's people who don't belong in that school who are in there way too often. And some of them are drug dealers. Some of them are looking to, uh, to, to find somebody to beat them up. I mean, there's all kinds of problems. They don't, they don't deal with it. Are there metal detectors up there? They react to it. Yeah, but... Um, I, I think there is. There was at one time. Uh, I don't know if they took it away. Maybe some parents said, oh, this is not necessary. I, they, we're getting a lot of people. I bet they changed their mind now. Well, they're, they're, they're adamantly opposed to, to the National Guard. Some of well, these yeah, yes. But, but they, they need some sort of enforcement, some sort of climate enforcement so that can, it's, it's they a, need what, kids can learn. What, what we were talking about before, parents actively voting with their feet. That will change the whole school attitude, because eventually that gets to Desi. If they see it happening all over the state, then they're going to say, well, wait a minute. Maybe we need to change this approach, whether we're talking about sexual indoctrination uh, to, to what goes on in the library to the whole thing dealing with fight and suspension. Kids having sex in empty classrooms on a daily basis. Well, better than a full one. So, well, well me, maybe it happens in a full one. You, 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 know, you know this to me. I mean, it's, it's, you know, when, we, when we grew up, uh, I mean, there was accountability. I mean, today, a lot of these parents today, I mean, sad to say there's so many kids that are, that are what they call throwaway kids. You know, I mean, yep. they, they don't have any stable family environment. Uh, they don't have, really have a father figure in their homes. Um, you know, a lot of trouble uh, as far as drugs and, you know, kids staying out all night. I mean, it, to me, it's, it, it just it, it just boils down to the breakdown of, of, of society, the, the breakdown of the, of the human family. And the, the, and the uh, biggest finger pointers at the schools are the parents who fail their kids at home. We all know that. Right. Yeah. It's never the finger well, never goes to the mirror. But to answer your question, I would I would find the next Joe Clark and OK, you can't kick him out of the school system. I would throw them in an area where they can't where they can't stop kids from, from getting their education. I would I bring them to an, you know, uh, and, and throw more money at an alternative school, whatever you have to well, do. they used to have that. Yeah. They used to have that in Broughton. They, 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 was, was it the Ithaca school? Wasn't that what, I mean, yep. if the kids, if they, were, if they weren't, um, if, if they couldn't discipline them at the high school, they took, they, as I remember, they took them out and they were, they were, they were placed into uh, almost like a reform school type thing where they still get an education, but they, they basically took them out of, out of the, uh, because they have no right to stop kids from learning, and and people, exactly. but people are, don't know what to do about it, so they just leave them in there to continue their malignant behavior. And I feel bad because they they're broken at home and expected to be repaired at school. It's not the way it's supposed to work, but that's the expectations. One more thing before I let you go on on this upcoming uh, 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 Tuesday, as far as the Republican uh, Party in this state, where is the? I'm obviously non-existent, but it seems to me that there's an awful lot of infighting with the Republican Party right now. And I just wondering your you guys take on on uh, the state of the Republican Party in Massachusetts. I get a head out. Thank you. You bet. All right. So, so that would be an easy one. Um, if you've ever watched the Harlem Globetrotters, they play the Washington Generals every day. <laughs> right. And that's who the Republican Party is in Massachusetts. The Republican. 
The generals? The Washington generals. Yeah, they lose every night, right? They don't stand a chance. So what do you think about... Um, I just got a robocall asking me from the mass GOP or um, somebody in the GOP asking me to vote for Nikki Haley. And really? I can't say what I told them on, uh, with, through text. Oh, well, <laughs> keep that to yourself. <laughs> I was going to say, what do you think about this... Laura? Lauren? Maybe I, don't, I, maybe I don't have the name correct. Oh, running against Elizabeth Warren? No, she's running for... There's a guy running for coming... She's running from, for state committee woman. Okay. Up oh, in yeah. the first Suffolk who apparently has thrown around some... Yeah. You know, she's going to exit all Jews out of the out of the state and, and stuff like that. Uh, you know, that is more than likely um, like a Lynn... Lin, what was it? Um, LaRoche... Lyndon, Lyndon, Lyndon LaRouche? Yeah, remember those Democrats, the Nazis? They they were all over the place back when uh, Obama was So you was think running. that she just turned Republican? I, I, I imagine it's a, it's a ruse. The, the past GOP has condemned her, said we don't... Oh, I know, yeah. but I mean, just the whole thing uh, behind it. I know the GOP wants her out. They, they're, they're saying don't vote for her. And I'd I like to it. do a background on her myself. We'll be right back. Sam. What is she cooking? It's uh, we're watching a cooking show for some reason, and uh, the woman just made something with bones and gray gray beef. <laughs> I don't know. What bones are you looking at? That's <laughs> mushroom. Is, is it really? Yeah. I didn't know what that was. Oh, you had to watch okay. from the beginning. Look like bones. Anyway, you're right. It does. I, I was watching a cooking show, and every uh, every week they would cover like a new nationality's food, right? And so they finally get to Ireland. That's I'm Irish. Oh, what do they got? I want to know. And I was horrified. It, they were for breakfast: um, bluebird eggs, no robin eggs, and um, what a robin dandelion leaf salad. And it just—that's what you have for breakfast. It, it, you, know, you couldn't what, make it up. I mean, I'm, I'm so envious. Leaf. I'm so envious. Like the Mexican food's unbelievable, right? Italian food, Chinese food, uh, Thai food, the Irish food. We get to that, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. New way to make corned beef cabbage. <laughs> and they don't even know that that's an American Irish thing. They don't really do uh, boiled dinners over there. I mean, they might now, but it came from here. They laughed at it when they. <laughs> they laughed at it. Yeah. Uh, I like it. What are you trying to perpetrate? I like a boiled dinner. I love a boiled dinner, actually. Um, Thank you, but no thanks. Corned beef and yeah. cabbage and potatoes ne and carrots. Been, I've never been a corned beef. A cabbage is fine, but. Um, and there's a blend of like um, some sort of. Um, uh, mayonnaise, mustard, and something else that you you coat it with. Uh, coat what with some of the some of the stuff that you're eating. Hmm. Anyway, um, it I don't have it more than once or twice a year for sure, but I I don't mind it at all. But like, it's not it's not even <laughs> Irish. It might come from an Irish American, but you won't be finding that in Dublin <laughs> unless you're. Uh, well, maybe it comes from Londonderry, Northern Ireland. Perhaps <laughs> I don't know. But um, what is that? Very lacking. The Irish cuisine, I, I, I hate to say it. Um, I, I, I've never been. I've flown over Ireland. I've never touched down in Ireland. I don't know if I, I have. I, that's on my I know I list. touched down in, in London. I yeah, don't know if we same. flew over, over Ireland. But um, I plan to. You know, that's plan to fly over it again? No, I'd like to go there. You know, and, and it's funny because I'm Irish. I'd rather go to France and Italy first. Why? Better I, food? I'd, well, better food and I think just the, the, the history and all that stuff I would... Like to, you know, just look at it myself. I love history. I do too. Did you see the Napoleon movie yet? No. With Phoenix? No. 
Um, I don't need to see a man with a hand in his jacket. It, re- it really wasn't in there all that much, I don't think. I didn't notice You don't that. think you watched it? He comes across in the movie as a very socially naive kind of guy when it comes to the ladies. Um, that's that's how killers are. And, but he's a very great tactician, at least the first part of his career. Didn't didn't translate in Russia or, you know, in, Bel- yeah. in, in <laughs> no, Belgium. No, it didn't. Um, but it was pretty good. It was a pretty good movie. And what is it's called Napoleon? Yeah, it didn't get good ratings. It's uh, it was an Apple production, Apple TV production or whatever, I think. But um, I liked it. I like him. So maybe it's Joaquin, on there. Is that, uh, I don't know. Joaquin or Joaquin you're, Phoenix. You're way, Joaquin. Joaquin, thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, I keep forgetting the pronunciation. Now I know it. who it's it is. It's like Mike Krzyzewski. If you don't, you know, <sighs> did that, he retire? that name begins with a K. Yeah. Is he alive? No, did he retire? He didn't retired, he retire yeah, last he's definitely year? retired, yeah. I tried to get tickets to the Boston College game. I was going to give them to my brother because he loves Boston College and he loves Duke for basketball. And the tickets were crazy expensive. How much? Over 600 bucks. A piece. You've got to be kidding. For a college, Boston For a college. college basketball game? It was Krzyzewski's last time coaching oh, okay. in Boston. So. Still. 600 bucks. That's, I a, that's a rip. I was more of a North Carolina guy myself. I love Dean Smith. Don't like either of those teams. Really? Oh, so I've been, following, really. I've been following North Carolina since James Worthy and Michael Jordan were on that, uh, that Tar Heel and, team. And I didn't like them Oof. when they beat Georgetown. Sam I Perkins. That's a great team. I, the Kenny great Smith, Brad Doherty. Oh, what a team that was. Just kind of good, yeah, just a little. Um, but yeah, and so I just, and they almost lost to Georgetown. Well, yeah, it was a one except, except one for that 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 bad pass there. I was, you know, I saw Patrick Ewing play through Brockton High before when he was with Cambridge Arnell, and he was just a man among boys. It was, I cr- bet, crazy how good he was. He just knew he was going. I didn't even think he needed to go to Georgetown. <laughs> I, I actually, I think he would today. He would just go straight to the NBA. Yeah, I I don't think he could have back then. Right, yeah. right, and and you know, that coach, John Robinson, what was yeah. it? Yeah, mm-hmm. he instilled a lot of good values in those kids. I think he did. Yeah, yeah. I, I I liked him. I liked that actually. Thought the maybe the best era for uh, a conference having all these great coaches in that Big East at that time. That yeah, was they were great, tremendous. Yeah, and ESPN was wise enough to capitalize on it and and really made college basketball as popular as it is today. You think it was ESPN? Yeah, yeah, because they used to cover on Monday nights. They used to do the Big East. Big East, yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. that that really just expanded. That was a lot of fun. See, I I was following the Big East before ESPN. Okay, so I yeah, I was a but but I think back when I, when you were a kid, it was an entirely different different thing. I I can't say that everybody was following it. Back I, in those I stuck days. with four things in my own life: boxing, karate, baseball, and football, and Basketball, I was never really great at it. I could, I could slam dunk it. I could hit a three pointer. You, you would lose a lot of money watching me try to hit ten foot jumpers. Just terrible. No, nope. why would I lose nope. money <laughs> if you if you had any any faith in me? I, mean. <laughs> I wouldn't have bet on you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I didn't follow basketball until after my high school years, and I, I got hooked on the um, that that Tar Heel team. Really, and just never stopped oh, watching. It's what it's a great spectator sport. So I'm I. When it comes to basketball, I prefer the pros anytime really? over over college. Yeah, the college game is way too slow for me. Um, I like the strategy of it, I, and, I, and I adapted the Dean Smith philosophy of holding every timeout until the last two seconds. Yeah. I mean, he had it felt that, like that, he had. That's another part of the slowness. Of he, the game. It felt like he had sixteen timeouts. It didn't did. It? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, so. 
so Maura Healy is, um, Maura, Governor Healy, um, she's not making a lot of friends in Boston. Now, her former girlfriend that she lived with for a number of years, she has uh, nominated to the Supreme Court, and it looks like she's going to get us. She already, she's in. She's already in? Yeah. Happened uh, if, if a Tuesday guy, or Wednesday. If a guy did that, got his former, if, let's say Trump had a former girlfriend. Well, let's not say Trump. But well, no, 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 no. To, to help people understand my point, let's say Donald Trump had an ex-girlfriend and he nominated her to the Supreme Court. Would that fly? They'd never people? go anywhere. Exactly. Wouldn't go anywhere. But here's the deal: How did this one get? It's get okay. Through? She's a lesbian. No, that's people are afraid. So you, people are afraid they're crippled to, to stand up against certain people today. We have so two different kind of classes. I, in, I, I think, but you see, you you threw that on Trump. I think. It fits with Trump because of Trump. I'm not sure if Obama did something like that, it would be the How same way. How about George way. W. Bush? You think that would have flown with Ted Kennedy? Nancy Pelosi? I doubt it. George would... Yeah, yeah I'm confused. Well, President George W. Bush had an ex-girlfriend that he was pushing right through the Supreme Court. It wouldn't happen. It doesn't have to just be Trump. So, if Mitt you, Romney, you, you bring up a good point. If Governor There's Mitt a Romney, difference between... The governor's council and a legislature. The governor's council is a rubber stamp of approval because the, the real reason to be uh, on the governor's council is because you have the governor's ear and you can get other things done that you're not supposed to even really be dealing with. And that's it. it it's sort of like you're like a super lobbyist by being a go on the governor's council. And it, it's 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 ruined. It's it's corrupt now. So I have. I have but are you trying to make it sound like it's corrupt now, but yeah. it wasn't? Corrupt before? No, I don't know when it started, but it has the mission of the governor's council has changed to uh, him. You know, can I talk to you a second uh, about things that they're not even supposed to be dealing with? You know, um, so then we might as well let the Senate make those confirmation here. And I mean, it's still going to be a rubber stamp depending on who the governor is. I agree. Yeah, I agree. But well, it, it to me, it's another layer of bureaucracy now. She may be an the, excellent. The, oh, I, I don't think I, I don't think that anybody's arguing her credentials. The aesthetics of it, though. But I again, I, I I am amazed at certain things that just seem to fly by the radar. F Fanny Willis uh, and um, Nathan Wade did not have a good week in court. The the the, the uh, divorce attorney for Nathan Wade. Did his best to not remember stuff, <laughs> but 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 he certainly remembered stuff in the text that he sent. He didn't realize we're going to be pulled in front of him. So, uh, in two how could, and how could you not realize that stuff was going to come up? I, I know. How do you not know that in this day and age, when anything on a phone can just be tracked like that? Did you hear him under his breath? What he said? Oh dang! Mm -hmm. <laughs> so sometimes I think Ken that. They knew, and they're just, they're, this is all a show for us. This is like watching a Broadway play. $565,000 steered to her boyfriend, right? And they went on a number of lavish, expensive vacations. Was the motive to go after Trump so they can get this money and have a great time with it? I mean, if that, that is a, an abuse of office like nobody's business. And get famous in, at the same time, or elevate yourself in the party. What it was a, it was, it's an ill-conceived mission. This thing's going to fall apart. It's going to fall apart. The case is going to fall apart. 
I don't know about the case falling apart, but I think that her position on the case is definitely going to fall apart. Mm. Uh, we'll and, see. Some... And, and you know what? This is how bad it is. I, I said this to Barry yesterday. I can't believe this has gone on as long as it has. She should have just stepped down. Hey, what, what, what are you thinking? No, she's, she's, what I think are she's, you thinking? If she's talented, she's also arrogant. She doesn't believe that, that they're going to be able to do this. I've been called and an she idiot. She still could be right. I've been called an idiot. And what do we have going on here? <laughs> well, uh, again, can you blame her? In, in this climate, no, there's no consequences for anything anymore. Unless you're... So if I'm the judge yeah. who did contribute to her campaign, mm -hmm. what's he saying? But he's been, I think, excellent and, and you you, have, you do. I really think this guy's been I fair. Think, I think at the beginning he didn't have control of that courtroom. I think he he decided to give some elbow room to the to the woman, and sh and allow her to be indignant about being there in the first place with an open mind. Now it's clear that she was lying. I think that that sort of tightens and that I you know what that courtesy's so no longer. The judge, why do I keep this going? Boom. Well, he's got to be cooked. fair. He's got to be fair. Let the process finish. I can't imagine he's going to allow her to stay. I just can't, and I would. Well, I, I mean, on the on the case, I mean, he can't case, he can't I, fire her as as DA. She and Wade should have to give some of that tax money back. I think all of it, maybe all of it. Yeah, well, yeah. they probably demonstrate they worked some of it. But I, would you have to give the money back? Yeah. All right. So why shouldn't she? I don't know. I I, I just can't see it myself. I don't have the kind of faith in the system. But. Well, the, or, <laughs> and this is supposed to be Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't have faith in that system. What do you think is going to happen up here? Well, Georgia's interesting, isn't it? It's becoming a purple state. It's no longer oh, trusting. Oh, yeah, I right? think it is. Yeah. 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 Um, of course, when you have somebody, I, I, I loved Herschel Walker as a player, but as a candidate, he he wasn't all there. He had he had good intentions. He just wasn't the guy. Oh, you know, I don't know. I, he's probably thinking to himself, how did I get stuck in this? Give me a football. Listen, Adam Venetieri caught you from behind. <laughs> Enough said. No, he was a great player at one point. Yeah. Oh, yes, he was an and excellent player. Herschel Walker is the reason that the Cowboys were as good as they were in the 90s because Minnesota gave everything in the kitchen sink to Dallas for him. <laughs> for him. Yeah. Right? And they were able to build that super team of the 90s. Thank, thank you, Minnesota. Um, <laughs> so um, it is uh, 1037 here. The, not a lot of football talk, but I'll, I'll say this. The, the, the combines are going on right now, the NFL combines, which nobody really pays attention to except for the scouts oh, and, the, and, the, and the brass. I, I do. Yeah. Um, but there's some people who won't be performing, and I, I there you go think again. it's a mistake. Uh, Jaden Daniels being one of them. Um, my concern with him, and, that's, and I bring up Jaden Daniels because he is slated to go third. The Patriots are in position to pick third. So if there's no trades up and down, if everything stays as they say, uh, we'll end up with Jaden Daniels as quarterback. He, he had one really good year, and it was a really good year, right, as quarterback at LSU. He's also throwing to two guys at wide receiver who are going to go in the first round, Brian Thomas Jr. I'm not going in the first round. And Malik Neighbors. They're going to go in the first round. I'm talking about me. Oh, you're not going to. No. Okay, I believe that. I need that. you to back up just a little bit. All right. This guy is slated to go third. Mm -hmm. A lot of pundits. Who are the first two? Caleb Williams, Dra go. Drake May, or Marvin Harrison. Okay. But they believe Marvin Harrison so, will slip to four to Arizona. And why does he slip to four to Arizona? Because all three teams need the quarterback. So let's see. Who's number one? Chicago. Through Carolina. They have Carolina's first. So team. why do they need a quarterback? Because 
they are right now actively looking to trade fields. Number two, Washington. Washington, do a tied record, but they had a slightly easier schedule. So they go before the Patriots in the first round. Patriots go first in the second round over, over Washington. Oh, what's this? Hopscotch? They just try to make it as even as possible. It's really weird math. But Washington goes second. They're expected to go with Drake May or even Jaden Daniels. I Depending on which one is left? Yeah. Um, so what about they'll, they'll what about Penis and... Uh, Who? Penix? Penix and... Um, Bo Nix? Bo Nix. I, I don't think they will go in the first half of the first round. I think you're more likely going to see both of them... Um, the sleeper late first, late, late first to um, late second. I would say both of them will be gone though. Sleeper is Bo. I think so. Yeah, I think so. He he's reminds me of a lot of um, Drew Brees. I don't know about that, but I would say this. I watched him an awful he's lot. He's got a lot of quarterback experience Six under years. him. Sixty-one, and starts. I think that makes a huge difference. Been healthy most of that time, and, and when he started in Auburn. And people say he was terrible. He was on a bad team. He did get freshman of the year in the SEC, which mm-hmm. is really an accomplishment. Second year, sophomore year. Again, they, people were saying, well, he's not what we thought he was. But he also broke an SEC record of 251 passes without an interception, right? So he's careful with the ball. Goes to Oregon and really thrives. Uh, two years as a, a duck, and he throws 74 touchdowns, only 10 interceptions. Better team. Not Definitely. as good Not as good Be- a league. Better Quarterback-friendly system, too. It's, mm-hmm. it's a system that gets rid of the ball quickly. I think he's... I joked with you during the season about it, but I think he is the sleeper. If he's I going agree. late, that's the person that Belichick would have gone for in the year of Mac Jones. He was going to go for uh, that Davis, Mills Davis from Stanford, who ended up for Texas. Mm-hmm. Now, now Texas has absolutely their quarterback Um They've got two. He, he's you mark my words. If he stays healthy, you're looking at a three, four time MVP. Who Stroud? He, he's oh, oh I'm, I'm he's, Texans. Uh, I thought you were talking yeah. about the University of no, no. Okay. Uh, Stroud is, uh, and I and I thought he was going to be more like um, a typical Ohio State quarterback, um, Dwayne Haskins, kind of kind of bust. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but he really understands the game. He's superior. I, I just am so oh, He's got a good team and a good coach. He's got a great good arm. Good rookie coach, I should he's say. He's got a touch. He's got oh, yeah. He's always had a great arm. Yeah. He is He is definitely a bona fide stud. You watch. He's... I know you're not disagreeing. He's going to be yeah. all pro, all world. See, I was a little shocked that Carolina didn't take him because I think he's got more of the tools than, than Bryce Young. But they went with Bryce. You know, that Bama... That Bama aura down in the south. Well, how many Bama quarterbacks have, have made it? Hurt, um, Hurts, Tua, Mac Jones. How many? Mac <laughs> Jones. Mac Jones wasn't a catastrophe when they drafted him. But he was a catastrophe afterwards. He was an alternate uh, all-pro. Well, you know what? he was, And at that, <laughs> he he, why, why was he an alternate? Because somebody else didn't go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. But... You know, but he had a good year. They got to the he playoffs. Had, he had an all right year. For a rookie, And they sure. did make it to the playoffs. So, that said, um, yeah, this Alabama is, I think, kind of what uh, Mac Jones, you know, throwing to Waddles and to uh, Devonta Smith. I think that's kind of what we're looking at with, with Jaden Daniels throwing to mm-hmm. Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas Jr. I, I just... Any relation, by the way? Didn't you know? <laughs> 
Well, I like the name. Your birthday, your birthday presents are about to get better. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. All right. So I, I, I'm hoping, just before we go to the commercial break, I, I'm hoping the Pats take that third pick and convert it to somebody else's first round pick, a second round, third round, fourth round, and maybe even next year's first round. Right, and then you'll have the ability to get somebody like uh, a Joe Alt or Ole Fashano at tackle. Right now, if you if you bring in a quarterback, you're going to ruin that quarterback. He's not going to be able to develop because he's going to be on his back. He's going to get hit left and right next year. So I, I, I just so you, do it. in other words, you don't think that there are good enough linemen going down in the draft? Not unless you get them first. So in other words, like to your point, guys like Penix, guys like uh, JJ McCarthy, maybe or Bo Nix, hopefully. Is, is on their radar for the second round, but you better protect them first. And we'll see, we'll see what's needed. Pats have $100 million in cap room. $100 yeah. million in cap room. So you they, think they're going to use it? They, well, according to the new coach, uh, we're going to spend, is what he said. So he was told, uh, you know. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. Well, let's see Kraft. <laughs> Did Bob Kraft say the uh, same thing? Kraft, who brings uh, coupons to a, uh, to a, a questionable spa, right? <laughs> I don't know how frugal <laughs> he's going to be. Do I get two for one? <laughs> Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. Let's hear it from Kraft first. But if they do, if they're willing to spend the money, um, they might be able to fix the offensive line and then and then uh, protect somebody that they're going to develop. I don't know, but See, I again, I'm, I'm going to go back. I think Bo Nix is is the one, not necessarily. He's the one ready for to the play Patriots. now. He's equipped to play now but with his experience. I, I'm I'm not surprised if the Patriots go for a free agent quarterback. I think, I, no, quarterback. I, I think Baker Mayfield or somebody like that is is, is like Baker. To come here. Uh, is is yeah. his name out there? Well, Why would you not want to stay in Tampa? He might. And Tampa Bay might offer him something. But right now he's a free agent. And the Patriots have really uh, openly said they like him. Um, more so than they've talked about Kirk Cousins. Who I wouldn't even think about him. Even for a year? No. I mean, I don't want them to bring in guys like Justin Jefferson and, and Kirk Cousins and, and have, um, you know, three or four more wins than they would have otherwise. I want them to build. I want them to, you know. What so I build... How are you so, helping yourself by so lowering let, yourself let, in the draft? Let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. You want them to build. Are you expecting that they're going to build to Super Bowl status again? Yes. Yes. Based but, on what? Based on craft success. Right? He's had three coaches in his career. Well, four now. Each one of them has won a Super Bowl. Right? Now, you can't credit him for bringing on Parcells. You can credit him Correct. for getting rid of Parcells. Because yeah. really, he... he, he was meddling a little too much in the draft, right or wrong. But he's had pretty good... There's evidence that he makes good decisions as an owner, is what I'm saying. So, Pete Carroll, mm-hmm. I know, won a Super Bowl, but not under craft. No. In fact, he had to go back to college to hone his craft, if you will pardon right. me for saying it like that, right. before he made it back to the pros. But he put together a pretty good team out there in Seattle. You know, he really did. That was You're talking a, about Pete Carroll. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But I think it was after he put numerous teams together as a USC head coach. He did draft to Bucky Jones, didn't he? Uh, was, did he? Wait a minute. Yeah. That yes, was, a, that was a Pete Carroll. And how long did that last? <laughs> and, well, and the running back he drafted, too. I was one of the few guys that loved, loved Tabucky Jones. Stud athlete yeah. from Syracuse. Yeah, lucky with Tabucky. Yeah, well, he was Not too lucky. Not, not a lot upstairs, but no. he was physically gifted. Um, but, he, you know... Some of that defense that Bill Belichick won the Super Bowl with in 2001, those were Carroll picks, a lot of them. So, I mean, you got to get And there were also Parcell picks. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think, to answer your question, I think 
even though I'm upset with Kraft the way the Belichick departure happened, I still have faith that he is a, a good leader. He's one of maybe the most successful team owner given the time he's been here and all the Super Bowls he's entered. He, he can take part of that, I guess. But okay, but then if Gerard Mayo, if, if is, he wants to be successful like he has been, he was successful because he was hands off. Parcells was hands on. Oh, just enough. Yeah. Well, I, I, well, how do we gauge that? To, to the best of my knowledge, it, whatever happened on the football field was because of Bill Parcells. Uh, excuse me, uh, Bill Belichick. Agreed. It, it, it wasn't. So it, in order for the same to happen for Kraft, he would have to be as hands off. This is kind of like. Is uh, Belichick going to be successful without Brady? Is Kraft going to be successful without Belichick? And Brady. Uh, right, both. <laughs> so, But if he's right, if Gerard Mayo is the guy, right? And, I mean, the Patriots, including Belichick, had a lot of faith in him. Apparently, he's you know, going to be a, a pretty good coach. So no, if don't I'm know Bel- for sure. If, if I'm Belichick, whatever. I, what's writing on, on, on what I say? Nothing. His, his coaching tree is not that impressive. When you look at, because yeah. guys who've gone on to try to coach elsewhere. Josh McDaniels has done well. Oh, where? Well, uh, if, lo- if you're looking to get a better draft choice, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Nobody. I, I Well, no. Um, guy Bill O'Brien, just, Romeo guy Cornell. That's, guy that's leaving Tennessee. Char- Charlie Weiss did okay at Notre Dame, but, you know. He he Bill, o- Bill O'Brien has probably done the best. Which isn't great. No, when, when you compare okay. to Parcells' tree. I think Belichick is a better coach than Parcells, but Bill Parcells had a better eye for coaches than Belichick. I mean, you look at Mm -hmm. Tom Coughlin and Sean Payton and Bill Belichick and all these guys. He had had a terrific uh, lineage as far as the the, the coaching staffs that are out there. I I just think that um, Gerard Mayo is, he's he's faced with a lot of traps here. I don't know that he's going to get all that 100 mil. Expectations might not be fair to him. Yeah, well... How do you follow Belichick? It's like uh, it's like taking over for Howard Stern. Yeah, right? I, I, uh, who's the quarterback that they brought in from Carolina? Who the, the Patriots? Patriots? Yeah, he was the MV, he was MVP at one time. Cam Newton, Superman. Cam yeah, Newton. I mean Cam. How does Cam step into Tom Brady's shoes? Not too well. How does Mac Jones step into Brady and Cam Newton's shoes? As we look four years later, not too well. So, I mean, this is going to be tough. Yeah. No, I, I think there's going to be another head coach oh, before, before, it be, before they win a Super Bowl. Maybe. Maybe. I, I just think they now have the ability to look forward. Before, the rebuilding looked hopeless, and we saw it collapse. We knew it was going to collapse. But in today's day and age of free agency and the, up the, the new cap room, you should be able to bounce back pretty, unless with the right leadership, you should be able to come well, there back. There you go. And I think that's going to be the, I, nothing against Gerard Mayo, but I think it's going to, this is a tough road to hoe. And to get over mediocre, I, I, I think I would want to go out there with a quarterback this coming year that has some kind of experience that can navigate what's going on. And hopefully you can build a line in front of that person. So, your next quarterback uh, unless, has a better chance. Unless you, I think there's probably two quarterbacks that can probably start immediately: uh, Caleb Williams and Bo Nix at the NFL level. Now, I think yeah, but qu- at this, there's quarterbacks that will have a higher ceiling. 
I think, than, than Bo Nix, but he's going to be a solid performer immediately, I think. I think he will. And I think Caleb might, but he's got a he, lot of he, talent. He, won, he won the Heisman Trophy two years ago, yeah. and his team didn't do that well that year. His team did worse this past year, and he's well, not going to the combine. The year before he won the Heisman, but... Uh, you yeah, know, two years uh, ago. Yeah, and, and, and this... This year that just passed, I think, was one of the top teams for drop passes in the, in the, in the, in the His NCAA. Team. Yeah. Well, you know, so, either way. Um, but I don't think that takes away his footwork, his arm, his, his ability to escape. He's still, he's still a great talent. Now we go into the pros yeah. with a shorter field. Faster where defenses. Foot, where the footwork has to be a lot better. Yeah. And you're right. Faster defenses. Yeah. I, it's about, pro, I, I it's about reading progressions. It's a very different game. You gotta be, I, I you know what? I wish the best for the guy. Hope he doesn't get chosen by the Patriots. Same. Because not, it, it, unless you completely revamp the offensive line effectively and, and competently in free agency, you're not going to have a quarterback that's going to come up with a lot of confidence by halfway through the season. Well, he's going to end up running. He's going to be using those legs. In between hospital visits. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the other thing, too, is if they don't take care of this offensive line and they do draft a quarterback early, they're going to have they're going to be forced to choose an escape artist, a guy who can run. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't like to rely on that kind of quarterback as often. I'd well, like- I, I think the NFL has pretty much gone in that direction. You're right. You don't want to rely on it because you pick somebody like that. They go in the, the they go in that direction. By five years, you got to choose again. Who wins Super Bowls? It's your processors, the guys who read right, the guys who don't make the mistakes. It doesn't. Have, and by the time these guys with the super legs. Start to understand things. Their legs start to wane in in terms of ability. Mm -hmm. So, all right, uh, quick break. We'll come back. Sam. All right, we're back. Um, So that's that's kind of what I'm hoping for is just a swapping of the third spot. And getting bulk picks because they need so much help. You know, one one great quarterback is not going to turn it around faster than four or five quality players coming on. And um, and that's how we did it in the early part of the dynasty was team effort, right? Balanced, just ball control. You're talking about the Patriots. Yeah. 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 So how many teams, Cincinnati, second year with... um, Burrow? Burrow. They went to the Super Bowl, but... Who knows if they get back there again? He has trouble staying on the field. Yeah, well, he's a pocket times, guy. He's yeah. been he's been kind of banged up quite a bit. So they're going to have to work on their offensive line. It looks like maybe get a better running back. I um, think they. What's wrong with the running back they have? Prediction. Prediction. I have a prediction. Yes. Derrick Henry's going to go to Cincinnati. Has it already happened? No. Is that no, why you're saying? No. It? No. I just think it's a great fit. I think. I don't think Derrick Henry has has that oomph anymore. Well, he is middle-aged at least, right, in, the, in terms... In the, it's, and old age as far as a running back. I think he still he has a little left. I watched a little I bit this year. I don't know. Yeah, but, but I think going into this year, I was saying, he's going to have a couple of games where he gets over 100 yards, but by and large, he's not going to be what, what folks are expecting. And well, they just, that's what it is. They just throw a ton of money for, uh, franchising T. Higgins. So they, now you have Jamar Chase and T. Higgins that are eating up quite a bit of that salary. So I don't know how much they can rebuild uh, that, that offensive line, but they have problems there. Um, but if they can, if they can find, you know, if they can do it on the cheap and f- 
fix a couple of things. They should be back into contention. By the way, I would keep T. Higgins. Yeah. Yeah. He's Good. steady. Yep. Uh, he'd be a number one on more than half the teams. You think? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, you still get Boyd. I mean, they're, they're pretty mm-hmm. good. But um, as far as the Pats, you need you need two tackles now. You're going to have two tackles. You're going to need a quarterback. You're going to need... Might need some guards. Probably another running back. And, and Not first, but... Do you think Andrews is coming back? You're going to need tight ends. How about a center? Yeah, I think Andrews is coming back. Yeah. I'd still draft one, though. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Uh, you need an edge rusher. You need another corner. Um, so, in other words, you need a new team. You need about nine positions like to deal with and, and you're not going to do it with the third pick so if you get rid of the third pick move down to like eight or nine you're still going to get a very good player in the first round and, a, and two in the second two in the third uh next year's first and, and don't forget you still need to get a cornerback because every year you get a cornerback got him you got they got rid of jackson jc jackson's now <laughs> off the team problematic behavior <laughs> they picked him up Thinking, well, God, we got to do something about this, and it was the wrong thing. Yep, wrong. Yeah, took a wrong shot. person. San Diego. I'm sorry, Los Angeles Chargers had to pay him, not us. So it wasn't we did it on the cheap. There's there's craft. Still got those coupons going. Yeah. We're, gonna <laughs> break, we're breaking uh, for uh, the news, and we'll be back. You're listening to the Ken Pittman Show. Brian's here with me. Another hour to go. The Ken Pittman Show, 1420 WBSM, New Bedford. WBSM and W258DR, New Bedford. A Town Square Media Station.